Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Noggin Zone, and today we are going to talk about, I mean, 2020. I mean, it's it's been a pretty bad year, to be honest, and it's still a few months remaining. It all started back in uh, Jan, I guess, since uh, America dropped a bit of uh, shells in Iran, and then Australian bushfires, a bit of oil spills in Russia. Uh, and a little bit of coronavirus problems and the protest now that we are seeing it's not going on well but just to comfort myself and you guys i just went to a search engine and i found out about the 1816 which was year without a summer it was back in 1816 but still people perished and uh, I mean, people will perish if the nature uh, cares about. I mean, cares about nothing, to be exact. If you like, literally just lie down in the open uh, forest, you would be gone by the morning, I guess. So you know, nature always wants to kill you, and it's not a good thing. But just to feel good, eighteen sixteen was even bad, like even worse than twenty twenty. To be honest, if you just look out. Uh, for the statistics that a lot of people died about 80,000 people actually died and and this was back in 1816 that when uh, there was no uh, evidence of death like how are people dying don't know but it all started in Indonesia in an island called Sumbawa Island and it had a volcano uh, named Mount Tambora now this special volcano was so called a super volcano by today's standard but back then they literally thought it was a god or something i don't know but still it was a really active volcano back then and it suddenly erupted like it literally blew the lid off and things weren't pretty good so as you know like we see in the films and we talk about what happens when a volcano erupts it's lava everywhere everywhere it's a bit of rock and dust here and there but the main problem is actually the rock and dust not the lava i mean lava definitely kills a lot of people and uh, the explosion was so bad that it actually blew the lid off the mountain i mean it it actually measured around 4000 meter before it blew off and when uh, af- when uh, the researchers went down and actually took the measurement after the explosion it was around uh, 2800 or 2300 meters to be precise and uh, it created a crater about 7 miles wide uh, so it was not good and the explosion sound was so bad a lot of people went deaf in an instant and the explosion was actually heard 800 kilometers away from the point where it actually took place so in an instant a lot of people died about some people say it was like about 10000 people actually died just by the explosion and it was not it's really bad if 10000 people die in an instant of course whole families are wiped out and uh, it's now debris everywhere ashes falling from the sky it's uh, a mixture of harmful chemicals and harmful toxic gases all around the atmosphere now that's the bad thing that's actually the worst thing that can happen and it had a kind of a domino effect which lasted about a year and this volcano was actually kind of people say it was the responsible uh volcano this is a possible piece of evidence that actually 
caused Napoleon to lose the Battle of Waterloo, even though had uh, he had a bit of health problems and health issues. But people say it was the rain, and rain in June is not common thing, and it was seriously uh, the volcano was the thing which caused rain back in Waterloo, and Napoleon lost the war. Back in 1816, people were happy. People were doing their work. People were like, "What a time to be alive!" 1816, and everything is good. Mainly, people are benefiting from the agricultural works that they are doing, and the whole economy was kind of dependent on agriculture, and it still is. But when 1816 arrived, and when it was time, when the crops were supposed to be sold, I guess. In springs, uh, you think that the temperatures should go up because you know, especially in England and Ireland, when winters are like harsh and uh, really bad. Excuse me, have you heard about the Russian winters? I mean, I've heard about it, but what's so special about it? It's really bad, and I'm talking about Russia. It's like bitter cold. You, it's not normal. Dmitri in eighteen sixteen it was like really bad. It was like Russian winter, like everywhere. Uh, it would have killed Hitler too. Uh, just, just bringing that in. Yeah. Well, getting back onto the topic. Uh, as the time came when the springs weren't that hot and humid, uh, things began to start to fall off. People weren't able to sow their crops. They were able to harvest it. People were dying everywhere. There were famine everywhere. But the worst thing was about that there was like a thick smog, especially in you say London, uh, in England, in Ireland, because there was not much of sun rays available uh, for the crops to grow. And even the, the global temperature actually plummeted by a degree, and in some places about three degrees, which is not, which which sounds like a little bit, but causes a catastrophic event we know that if it happens in like uh, we say that in uh, 200 uh, 2100 uh, the temperature would rise about in two or three degrees which is going to be bad but back then in just a year it went down three degrees so think about the effects times were so bad people were actually selling their kids as slave for uh, food because even if they have their kids they have nothing to feed their kids so why not just sell them so that they at least stay alive isn't it i don't think it's a good plan but the same it happened in ireland and china year was actually labeled as 1800s and froze to death by some people in new england and germans said it was the year of the beggars because everyone was begging because they had no food now there was a genius back in germany the name of karl devis and during this time in 1816 and the 1800s, what, what happened was uh, there was no crops, as I said, because of the crop famine. And one of the only way of uh, transporting your goods and transporting anything was through horses because, you know, there were no cars. Cars came like 60 or 70 years later. But so that that was the thing. Like horses were the only thing. But horses need food. And if there is no food for humans to eat, they'll definitely not feed the horses. So there are no horse. So... If anybody is able to grow anything, he'll just eat it there and there itself just to stay alive rather than selling it. So this guy just came up with a magnificent idea and made a two-wheeled vehicle called as a cycle. Yep, cycle, cycle 
was introduced to the world in 1916 during this famine uh, just because they wanted to transport a bit of things from place to place. Uh, 90,000 people died because of uh, the famine in the Northern Hemisphere, especially in Europe, in uh, US. In, in the US, the problem was it affected mostly the eastern parts in New York, in uh, Ohio, and Kentucky, and Connecticut. Uh, not Connecticut to be exact. Uh, and this was a real big problem. So the people actually left the East Coast and started traveling towards the West and they actually populated the West during these these like really bad times. So, you know, it's kind of a good thing when people stay away from each other, social distancing. <laughs> I think that actually caused the problem in the Northern Hemisphere because a lot of this dust and smoke was actually... Uh, taken away by the wind to the northern hemisphere because of the wind of course and uh, it obscured the sun which is essential for warming our planet and it wasn't a good thing even there was a problem in india and bengal uh, there was a problem with cholera which was like a normal thing in india but the rest of the world thought that it's the only thing in india and it wouldn't be carried outside but because the low temperatures you know the immunity of immunity of humans just plummets uh, and it goes down because if you have like no vitamin D inside your body, which which uh, would definitely cause a lot loss of immunity power in your body, and uh, yeah, a lot of people were actually contracted with cholera and it actually kind of killed about the world even as far back as in the U.S. From India, the disease was carried to the U.S. Uh, so you know the things were really bad famine uh, there was diseases all around and uh, people were dying because they don't have anything to eat most hard-hit countries were as i said it was england ireland uh, there was no potato to grow in ireland there was a lot of problem in eastern europe and a lot of problem in russia and a lot of problem in the us of a and uh, yeah it wasn't good and it actually led to a person called Joseph Smith to actually, uh, I, I say, found a religion. Uh, he was the father, I guess, who actually, uh, you know, gave the world Mormonism. And a lot of followers started following uh, the religion of Mormons. And yeah, it was pretty good because during this time, he uh, lost his land. I mean, he had land, but he actually sold it and started migrating to Ohio just to be sure that he stays alive from this harsh winter uh, in New York or someplace. And uh, the DNA actually shows that he was from Ireland, but he stayed in New York, I guess. Uh, his roots were from Ireland or Scotland. You know that during this harsh time uh, back in those days, people were actually uh, trying to say that this is the apocalypse and they started to follow religion more, uh, I would say, because they were scared, I guess. They, they just gave religion more importance than anything else that they ever wanted to do so Mormonism yeah just sprung up and a lot of people started following it but of course uh, there was a lot of resistance to it because uh, yeah because of their things that they did uh, they they were against slavery to be honest and uh, there were there are a lot of articles written on it that uh, because they actually didn't wanted slaves they were actually beaten up uh, Mormons were beaten up because they didn't accept slaves from India or Africa which is like a good thing, I guess. I guess, I mean, like literally that's a good thing. I'm, I'm a 
guy of color. I'm from India. I would definitely not love to be a slave. Damn it. Back to it. Uh, back in Switzerland, uh, you know, it's really chilly and some people from England actually thought that uh, spending summers in 1816 would be a good plan. But there was no summer, of course, and they were just stuck inside their uh, lodges just overlooking a Lake Geneva and these were a bunch of writers and one of the writers name was uh, Mary Shelley and uh, she wrote the Frankenstein and of course there were many other uh, writers who wrote the darkness and all these different stories so yeah we can give uh, the origin of Frankenstein came back in 1816 so it didn't give a cycle it gave us I mean cycle gave us motorcycle and ultimately cars and different airplanes and everything else but yeah so it gave us Frankenstein it gave us different things so it was kind of good and it also led to a thinking that nobleism like noble people shouldn't be that feudalism shouldn't be there in some people which actually led to the later on happening a French revolution and uh, yeah a lot of good things happened because they like literally thought that we are nothing because the nobles are surviving just we the peasants are dying so they started writing against a lot of other people i mean of course the noble people and they wanted a bit of you know good thing and yeah it was really a bad phase uh, even for napoleon napoleon lost the war because you know the the global temperatures plummeted and it was raining in june and it shouldn't rain because it's like the summertime and it was raining and he was not ready, which actually slowed down the Napoleon's army and which gave Persians the time to actually be ready and to attack. And they actually, like, you know, that's his history. Like, Persians won the war and Napoleon lost it. And even he had a bit of signs of early stomach cancer, which we know now. But yeah, we can see that Mount Tambor actually led to the loss of Waterloo. Only there were a lot of uh, poets writing a lot of poems or a lot of stories and different things in uh, back in Switzerland. As I told you, like uh, Byron, Byron, Byron Rich, I guess that's how you pronounce the name. He was a pretty prolific writer back in these days, and he actually wrote an apocalyptic a poem which is uh, named as Darkness. He named Darkness when he was writing uh, back in. Uh, the cold winters in like cold summer winters in Switzerland that would be a right uh, way to say it he wrote I had a dream which was not a dream the bright sun was extinguished the stars did wander darkling in the eternal space rayless and pathless the eyes earth swung blind and blackening in the moonless air moon came and went and came and brought no day and men forgot their passion in the dread of their desolation and hearts were chilled into selfish prayers of light. This was written by the guy called Bayron and he was a you know, nice writer back in. And I, I read the poem and I thought, yeah, that's the good thing. I see earth and pathless and rayless. So you can get a feel of how 1816 would actually feel. They were like chilled and they everything the, the people started losing hope they thought that this was the coming of the end and it was the end for everything and everything was gonna end like we are thinking right now so yeah we came up with uh, stories back then we came up with the cycle uh, 
during the Black Plague, I guess, uh, yeah, it was Black Plague when Isaac Newton came up uh, with his own uh, thoughts about gravitation and wrote thesis about it and used his brain. So, yeah, during this time, use your brain rather than just Netflix and chilling or just listen to my podcast because, you know, come on, we, we guys explore, we guys learn a lot of things. So, yeah, use your brain rather than just sitting and do something good. Yeah, that's it. That's it for all. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening and keep learning and keep exploring.